Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Upside Down Podcast. The Upside Down Podcast. Yay! Because <laughs> last you, time, why are you interrupting me? No, because last time you said I sounded like a Aguero, so now I've decided to change and speak appropriately. Do you like when you accent? <laughs> <laughs> why are you? Why are you like this, please? Why? Why I do you? Apologize. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. Today is Sunday. <clears throat> anyway, guys, my your it's it's always and always will be um low IQ and um introduce yourself now. Jehovah, of course. Yay, yay! So I just want to thank everyone who listened and also gave feedback. So um, thank you all, and hopefully you also like um this new this episode. Yes, thank you so much for the feedback. Um, I really appreciate it. Can I give a shout out? Eh? Producer, yes. just one shout out. Yes. Ah, Violet. Violet, you know yourself. Eh? I won't say anything like that, but thank you so much for your feedback. I really appreciate it. And to all the other people who gave me feedback, thank you so much. Awesome. I like a shout out as well. I'll shout out Shay for your feedback. Love you so much, babes. And um, yeah, ay.com, Ayo, thank you so much for your feedback. Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Can I interrupt you? Sorry. God will, God will, sorry, oh, today is Sunday. God will help all of you females, any small thing, babes, honey, oh, boo. How, how many? Hmm, this is well, God will not allow that, us to fall. God knows the full inside trap. It's too early for this. Come on. He says it's Sunday, it's Sunday, but you're still shooting with violence. Okay. I apologize. I apologize. It's still being violent. Ah, ah. Now, wow. <clears throat> now, wow. Anyway, uh, we said we have, we have to make this, um, we promised to make it shorter than last time, right? Yes, definitely. Yes. So uh, we're going to start with our uh, um, highs and lows of the week. So you take the floor, sir. They have. Uh, okay, so highs. Hmm. Highs of this week was that I ran a 5K. So I'm very proud of that. And I wasn't. <laughs> they will not chase you, say amen. They will not chase you, say amen. <laughs> so, I'm just keeping, you know, I'm keeping the blood pumping. Keep it mm. active. Mm. Um, by the way, drink your water, guys. It's very important. And, you know, stay active. It's good for you. you know, awesome. We're all young now, but by the time you are 45, 50, you don't want them to be helping you to clean your well, to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, who's your favorite 50-year-old at the moment? Or 60-year-old? Uh, um, it could be Mama, in college. Hey, my, my, mom, my mommy is my mommy. Awesome. Oh, everybody say, "Oh, bless God." That's great. I'm so happy to hear that. So, what's your, what's your low moment? My low moment was <laughs> having a conversation with a friend of mine, <laughs> and I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, did you take permission before you say this? Thing? Uh, well, it's just a friend. So I had planned to do something with this friend. Um, we had 
previously talked about having our podcast and we had a meeting about what we do, but um, for some cut long story short, the space that I wanted to use to record, couldn't get that. And the ginger, let's say, just kind of died. So, you know, that just went by the wayside. And then fast forward a couple of months later, voila, David Hove uh, has um, launched his own podcast with, you know, low IQ. And, you know, I had to explain to this friend why I, you know, had another podcast. <laughs> oh I apologize. I know. I know. Oh. I apologize. I'm cringing. I'm cringing but, inside. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm not very uh, cringe. So not in your shoes right but, now. However, however, we are still friends. That's we good. We are information. We talked about it, and it's all sorted. And you know, for my friend, my dear friend out there, I love you so much. Thank you for being understanding. Oh, all the best. Oh, please don't do that. Oh. The first time the home is actually soft. Oh, God knows when it'll be soft again. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Sunday, low IQ. God will help you. God will Amen. Help you. It's not God that made, made everything. It's not God that created everything. Please. Please. We're talking like hypocrites here. Like, anyway, don't let me even start with all of that at the moment. So let's let's go back. Um, For me, my... um. High moment was I got to go for a dance event yesterday. Well, it was actually yesterday. So on Saturday, um, that actually was my highest. Experience. It was really good. Um, I never knew a dance um, event could be so dramatic. It had a lot of um, a lot of um, different elements to it. It was really great. I I really enjoyed myself. Um, low moment is that I've been coughing. And I'm always having like blood, blood of, nose. Blood I, of Jesus. I know. COVID. God. Blood of Jesus. It's not COVID. I Relax. rebuke. Oh my <laughs> Relax. Sorry, fun fact. I want, to, I want to interject here. Oh my God. Fun Don't fact, guys. The last time, the last, uh, the last time Low IQ was ill, right? We were on the phone talking. And for some reason, two days after, she got better. And at the same time, I got sick. I don't know how it is that she transferred whatever it is that she was carrying up and down. Mind you, to ha, me. Ha. <laughs> I was exposed. I'm not going I'm to explain it. I'm, 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 I'm afraid. Oh, <laughs> Let me go and wear a face mask. Who oh <laughs> <laughs> said that's why you're wearing face mask on the wax on the logo? <laughs> oh. On our poster. That's why you're wearing face mask. Hey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm afraid of you. <laughs> I cannot. But um, yeah, so so basically, um just recovering, I would say like last night I couldn't sleep. The cough was heavy, bro. Heavy. Bro. Yeah. So um, yeah, so we're so, here so. fighting, fighting for our health. You know, it's actually a flu. I did uh, my corona test and it's negative, so I don't have corona. So that's that's a plus. But yeah, that was my low. Thank you um, for life. Yes. And as always, you know, this segment is going to be headed by the Hove. And then later on, I would be heading the um, other segment um, of um, 
the fun one, the fun one, you know what the fun one is. I don't have a name yet, but you know what the fun one is. So yeah, um, yes, sir. So that's us, right? When, uh, it's okay. Yes, it's okay. it's okay. Thank you. Step outside. Spotlight on me. Everyone pay attention. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about um, personal responsibility. And we're going to be kind of dissecting the importance of young adults really taking it upon themselves to, um, one, try and ensure that by their actions and the, the, let's say, the decisions they make on a day-to-day basis, they um, evolve into people that they can depend on. Mm. So essentially, you'd want to you know, be able to look in the mirror and say, okay, yes, I can actually depend on you. I think it's something that perhaps is somewhat overlooked. You know, everybody just wakes up, you know, busy, busy going up and down, but you never really take the time to sit down and think that, okay, what are the decisions that I'm making that I know that I shouldn't be making, regardless of how perhaps maybe even pleasurable the results therein may be, or if friends that you know, I may lose as a result of, you know, um, ceasing to make such decisions would actually impact my own life. Um, so, you know, try and, I would say, trying to ensure that you are someone that you can depend on yourself. And then maybe <clears throat> in turn, your family members or your brother, your sister, your uncle, your aunts would also look to you, right, as a stable pillar to also depend on. And, you know, from there you can gravitate to like your society or your estate or whatever. Um, I think it's not really something that millennials, let's say, are spoken to specifically about as much as they should, you know, mm-hmm. personal responsibility. I don't think, I don't think this generation understands the concept personally, personal opinion. Um, how, why, why am I saying that? Because of the kind of energy I get from um, Twitter and TikTok and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that is a concept in today's generation. I feel like I'm old. I'm in the same generation, but a bit older. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's one thing that is kind of lacking in this um, gener- Generation Z world. And I don't know if it's us that should be... Well, we kind of should be blamed because like we didn't in a way um we didn't do any mentoring i don't think we did any mentoring in our time when we're in school or whatever you know when you know when you're in school you still had like your seniors and stuff people you can look up to and you kind of mentor but now it's like who are gen z who are they looking up to you can't, can't really <laughs> Basically, <laughs> so that concept is kind of alien. So I just I just put that in, but yeah, man, it's crazy. Well, I was gonna say like, um, when you talked about you know looking up to, but I would say that in some sense you should also be able to look up to yourself, because mm. um, I think it was two thousand. I can't remember when. But um, Matthew McConaughey, he's an actor, and he won um, the Oscar for Best Actor that year. 
And he said that he aspires to be who, um, I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially what he was saying is he's aspiring to be who he, who he will be tomorrow. And then tomorrow he's going to aspire to who he will be the day after that and after that, you know, et cetera. And I think when you are talking about mentors, I think I would agree, <clears throat> but I'd also like to add something else. I think most times now with the explosion, let's say, of the entertainment industry mm. and with the aid of the internet and streaming services and all that, I think what happens is most people now look to um, performers as they are kind of like, you know, um, I don't use the word idols. That's a little bit too, you know, maybe too strong. Mentor. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you can use that. Word. And I think sometimes in doing that, people forget to look to themselves as well mm. for personal growth. Because I always, I always try to imagine it's like, okay, everybody is, you know, everybody in life is essentially running the race of, you know, of life. And, you know, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon and all that. But you can't spend your whole life, right, on that track looking at lane, you know, five when you're on lane six, yeah? Because then, before you know it, you're going to start coming out of your own lane only the name of, you know, looking at someone who you wish to be or uh, looking at the things that someone else has that you wish you had or want to have or even aiming you know to have and all that and i guess a lot of young people now perhaps they get lost in transition when you know they're trying to look at that and then look at their own lane as well um i think it's really important to kind of have an anchor in life that centers you mm-hmm. and personally i feel like the way to do that is to have um, certain beliefs that you um, stand for. There's mm. a popular saying where you know if you stand for something, you won't be able to fall for anything. And if yeah. you don't stand for for anything, you fall for, for every... anything mm. for for everything. You yeah exactly yeah yeah. So I think it's really important to you know have something like that in life. So you know, doing this... like a base mm. yeah. My question is, in this world that we live in, is it, is it visible? Is it um, possible to actually have something to stand for and believe in? Because, you know, in the age of social media, um, all this TikTok uh, and Instagram and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's from my side, it's like impossible to have something to believe in because you would have, once you say you stand for this, you have people saying, calling you this and that, what you're not basically names that you never imagined yourself to be you know and then you start being quote-unquote alienated especially in a in a situation where in social media social media is what you've known you know you you grew up with social media it's where you you make your friends quote-unquote you know followers are important to you and then you say you stand for i don't know Mm -hmm. um some sort of belief maybe you're a christian and there's certain um um modules and certain um what's the word mentalities of a christian that you stand by that will definitely go against half of the population of the world yeah and then once you express your views you get you know a lot of pushback you know and imagine imagine you being like i don't know 1817 
you know, no, 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, you're, you're trying to live your life as a teenager, as a young person. At the same time, you have your anchor and stuff, you have your belief, and then it's out there, and then you get a lot of pushback, making you question what you believe in. So my question is, like, is it even possible to actually have, you know, a belief system or some, mm. something you hold on to? How, how possible is it in this time we're in? Okay. Okay, so... Okay, so firstly, I'll say yes, it is possible. However, mm. <clears throat> I understand that I understand the difficulty that comes along with it mm. in this day and age, this technology age. And you know, here's the thing. And this is just you know my opinion. I'm not stating this on fact, but I believe there's some truth to it. Back in the day, let's say like you know, the time of our parents, grandparents, and all that. The people who you spoke to, right, were people who agreed with you on certain things, but also people who you disagreed with on certain things. However, the pool of people that was afforded to you by the fact that, you know, there was nothing like the internet or social media, Twitter and all that, was relatively small. So the... um, the chances of you disagreeing with a higher number of people that would probably you know, cause the conversation to denigrate into name calling and you know, trying to eliminate somebody because maybe they're a little bit, uh, they have a different viewpoint than you was slightly lower. However, now, you know, one person who is on Twitter can have 50,000 followers, 100,000 followers, right? And as such, the amount of people that you're afforded social interaction with has exponentially increased. Mm. Uh, so there's much more dialogue, which means there's probably also avenue for more agreement. Mm. But inversely, there's also more avenue for disagreement. And you know, something that I feel is somewhat popular on um, a social media platform like Twitter is kind of like the group think mm. or more more brew with this you know council culture and all that kind of stuff yeah where because someone said something that you don't particularly like or maybe even something that was wrong you know a couple of years ago or months ago and then you say oh this person should not have access to any you know <laughs> basic <laughs> amenities like a job and all that yeah I know. it's crazy so <laughs> so the avenue for you to kind of defend your beliefs, let's say, uh, it's a little bit bit higher because Mm. now you're talking to a lot more people. The world is becoming kind of like this global village because now everybody can talk to each other from one end of the world to the other and all that. So it is harder, definitely. And, you know, I was was actually thinking a few days back here about diversity and how that plays into personal responsibility. Mm. Because, you know, I was thinking to myself, if I was working, if I was, you know, working somewhere, and as far as I was concerned, they had taken their diversity a little bit too far, mm. you know. So why is too far in terms of diversity? When is <laughs> diversity too okay, far? So, Okay, so for example, I would say diversity is too far when the end goal 
or let's say the underlying presupposition of you know the diversity is equality of outcome as opposed to equality of opportunity mm. those those two things are not the same thing and oftentimes people who haven't really thought diversity through conflicts those two things so equality of outcome would strive towards you know representation in any group or any system being 50 50 50 50 50 so 50% you know men 50% women and all that however opportunity would say okay we have a group of people that want to do you know task a let whoever it is that is the best individual amongst you know everyone try and get you know the opportunity to perform task a as like a job for example so it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from as long as you are capable of you know carrying out the task go on ahead um what some people fail to understand is that when you do that um let's say baseline psychological factors biological factors come into play for example now in the army worldwide in china nigeria the uk america belgium france i could go on and on and on in the military there is always more men than there are women and it's not i don't think anybody worth their salt argues that that is because of sexism or anything like that now this is not to say that those systems are immune and infallible i'm not i'm not saying that however you know you have to take into consideration the biological factors that come into play when you say okay equal opportunity whoever is most fit for this can go on ahead and do this so you know with diversity when in a company now they say okay there are more for example now there are more men than women in this particular you know, company mm-hmm. and then without doing any due diligence in research okay what are the factors that may have you know come into play to create this phenomenon they just say okay the fact that there are more men than there are women means that automatically that something is wrong and in order to rectify it they have to be 50 percent men and then 50 percent women and I think things like that is when I would say that they are taking diversity a little bit too far. Right. Okay. Okay. Makes and sense. you know, in saying in saying that, I think in tying that to personal responsibility, I think it is the onus is upon us as people to be able to stand up, even though it may feel like we're, you know, that one person in, you know, in the room that is saying B when everybody's saying A, provided we are fully persuaded of our convictions and understand what the alternative is, right? Right, or yeah. Going ahead with the group thing. Mm. So once we have defined that and said, okay, I don't think this is definitely going to end up backfiring or, you know, not getting the result that we think it would get, 
I think we owe it to ourselves, which is, you know, why I said looking at yourself as someone you can depend on. Mm-hmm. I think we owe it to ourselves to be able to speak out, regardless of whether it is like, you know, what, swimming against the tide, let's say, mm-hmm. or going against the norm and say, hey, you know, I think the way we're going about this is wrong. And right. so, yeah. You know, could, yeah, I think could, developing that skill is very important for personal responsibility. And you could even say that the whole um, pushback is actually a good thing because it helps you to even solidify your thoughts and beliefs. Because there's no way if, for example, someone has a very strong conviction or um, belief in something and then someone comes and goes, oh, you're, I don't know, you're misogynist, you're racist, you're this, you're this apologist, you're this or that, you know, right? It, it helps, it would help you go back and look, rethink what you say you believe in. Exactly, you know, exactly. Make that belief even stronger because down deep down is not weak. The foundation is not weak. No one can push you yeah. out of that place where you said, you know, this is, this is my thought and I'm sticking to it. And no matter what everybody say, this is what I believe to be true. You know, it's in a way it's a good thing because it helps you, you know, so it solidify that. Yes. Exactly. And, yeah. and also it, it creates an avenue for you to even learn something new. Yeah. You know, that's what that's an approach that I think, you know, even trying to, you know, personal responsibility. I think it's something that we need to um try and impose on our egos. Because mm. you see, our egos we like let's let's not let's be real. We like it when we're right. Yeah. But I think in having civil discourse, I don't because I'm very humble. People. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Said the most proud person in all of human history. That, that sounds like something a prideful person would say. I don't have ego. Anyway. I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm so sure, humble. Sure. Submissive. Sure. Go for Exhibit A, people. <laughs> if you're listening, Exhibit A. <laughs> But, uh, you, know, you know, I think it's always important to have it at the back of your mind that, okay, it's possible that I may learn this other person I'm talking to or even disagreeing with, know something that I don't. So I, I like, you know, I'm always for, I'm always pro-discussion, exchange of ideas and all that. I have no problem with that. It would be, I think it would actually be very dull life and all world if everybody around you just said yes to everything you said you know and agreed with you um i think that's even a bad recipe for a friendship if all your friends all the time say yes to everything you say please change your group of friends there's something wrong there (laughs) but yeah i would say i would say that's something that we should definitely develop Always try and see what it is that you can learn from the other person, even though you know you don't necessarily agree with everything that they're saying. Wait, did you even define what personal responsibility is? <laughs> well, yeah, I did. I okay. I don't think I wouldn't traditionally say, oh, like personal responsibility. Personal responsibility can be defined as you know <laughs> the way we used to ask that question while we're in school. <laughs> What is the no, I wouldn't say that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I would define as, oh my God, that takes me back. Anyway, um, I would say, you know, making decisions in life on a day-to-day basis, 
mm. that allows you at the end of the day to look at yourself as someone you can depend on and actually rely on regardless of whatever it is you face in life. I think that's what personal responsibility is. That's my definition. Wow, okay. Um, why did I say wow? I see you just said one phenomenal thing. I beg you. Of course I did. Of course <laughs> I did. It is Thank you. Standard Thank you. I'm bowing. Right. I'm, I'm bowing. Thank oh, you for don't the applause. Don't get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, in terms of personal responsibility now, like it's well, because you hear it every time, personal responsibility, personal responsibility. What is it in practical? What exactly is it in practical? Let's say, um, um, I know it could be in different areas of life. I'll say you should pick one and then in practical, how what does that look like? Okay, so here's, okay, I'll give you one example from something that happened to me years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was after school, while I was, in, while I was in secondary school, it was after school, um, I was in boarding school. So, you know, we stayed a little bit longer after school so that we could all get back to the hostel. Um, so, we were, the boys were just hanging out and then a fight broke out. And unfortunately, there were crates of glass bottles, Coca-Cola bottles just lying around and you know, the situation got really heated and some people found it, deemed it uh, you know, fit to carry some of these bottles and start breaking them and all that. Um, immediately that happened, right? Okay, so before, the, in the morning, I had read um, a book in the Bible, actually, a book of Proverbs. And mm-hmm. there I had read, fortuitously, I had read that the passage where it goes about running away from those who uh, seek to shed blood, that yeah. was that part. So yeah. uh, you should flee from them. And it was so, I mean, it couldn't have been more perfect. So I've read that that morning mm-hmm. and then have you know, that kind of incident break out that very afternoon. And immediately that started, I, I promise you, something in me was just like, now is the time to leave. Like I heard it <laughs> so clear. Exit however, left. <laughs> I also felt I, honestly, however, you know, I wasn't oblivious to the reason that caused, you know, the uprising, let's say. I was also feeling some sort of indignation. I can't really remember what it was, mm-hmm. but I was also annoyed because of what happened. And I felt like it was necessary to also get involved, even if that meant, you know, getting involved physically. Mm-hmm. But Regardless of that and, you know, my rationalization behind wanting to stay there and get involved, I chose not to because I weighed the options. Okay, what, you know, based on what I had even read earlier, like what is the end game of these two options? If I leave now, nothing, nothing happens, Jiget. Mm-hmm. Like I'll forget about why, I, you know, I was angry in the first place, which is, you know, I mean, right now I can't remember what it was. Mm. Well, if I stayed, it would be bloody. There were weapons there, you know. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. And to me, that is one practical example of you know, being responsible personally for myself. Mm. It's that quite, I, say. I like that. I like that story because there are a few concepts you can pull out from there. One is um, you have to 
um, what, you, what you did there was more of like you responding to the outside stimuli, right? Because it's stimulus or stimuli. Please help me, you're the intelligent one here. <laughs> stimulus, stimuli, or stimuli? Stimulus? No, Aki, you're, you're an educated woman. No? Oh, I'm not. God. Hence my name. Yeah, no. Aki is low. <laughs> I'm trying to sound so intelligent and then my vocab fails me. But let's just say stimulus, right? So you have a stimulus outside, which is the fight, right? And then um, most people would just attack or just immediately just, you know, get carried away by get their emotions. Exactly, with their emotions and everything. But what you did, you, you took a step back, right? You remembered... Which, which, which is you could also say is an advantage of having self, um, of um, having personal responsibility and also, you know, building yourself. I feel like before I go into deeper, building yourself is part of having, you know, responsibility for oneself, personal responsibility. Yeah, building yourself by reading, self development, and stuff like that. So then, before the fight started, you already had, you know, some sort of tool, which was the Bible, and. Yeah. I also read a proverb that said, you know, run away from where they are shedding blood. That's your instruction. That's your tool. So by the time the fight broke out, you saw was, so you paid attention to, to your surrounding. You know, before you, you responded, you were rational with your thinking, right? Okay, what's going to happen? There are two things I could do. I could join the fight. You know, of course, I have every reason to be angry. I have every reason to join the fight because I was also, you know, offended as well you know I was also um attacked as well blah 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 you know I can join the fight and either I will get caught and get suspended from school or whatever I might not get caught but I'll exactly. be injured <laughs> even if I don't get caught I'll be injured someone <laughs> exactly. could have stabbed me with a bottle and blah 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 and second option I can decide to just leave this here just to leave you know because at the end of the day it's not going to affect me long term so that's one thing like exactly. I feel like most of us fail to do to kind of be more to rationalize our reaction to outside stimu- stimulus or stimuli or stimuli. I don't know which one, big one. I'll laugh if they all mean the same thing, but just to be safe. <laughs> so um, like so you choose your reaction to whatever outside gives you. So that's the whole, I feel like that in itself defines what um personal responsibility is not giving the power your um giving your reaction or your, whatever it is you do the power to the outside they don't even have they yeah. don't even have the power to dictate how you're going to feel or react to a certain thing you're the one in charge of that you can, you don't have the power over what the other person does either you're the one who is you know um responsible for what you do in, in, in retaliation or um, in response to whatever is happening outside, you know, which is, which is, yeah. which is true, you know? So, and these days it's like, everyone has just said, sod it, okay? I cannot be bothered <laughs> to be a nice person because every other person here is just crazy, you know, fights madness with madness, you know? Yeah. So you want, to, you want to see crazy, I will show you exactly. crazy, you know? And, and, and most people yeah. have kind of lost that whole, that whole control, I would say, that self-control to really say, okay, yeah. pause. Let's pause and look at this. What, what, how would this reaction benefit me? You know, yeah. I, I feel like in yeah. this in this world and the things we need, where we how we live, I feel we actually need to be selfish, in the sense that you know we should think out of 
how whatever it is we do affect us. And in turn, I feel like it has that um, snowball effect to also um, produce good things into the world. So this is, so when they say self-care, I think this is part, this is, this yeah. is self-care. I was going yeah, the hope. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I was, I was going to say, um, it just reminded me of something that someone said that, I mean, it's one of those things that you feel like you kind of know or, or have heard before, but never really heard it, you know, articulated quite as clearly as you know, it was. So this man said, you know, it's better to respond. I think I've said this before on the podcast. It's better to respond to life rather than react mm. to life mm. because one entails one entails thoughts the other one doesn't necessarily entail thoughts mm. and then you look at what's the end game right after yeah. thinking and then not thinking mm. do you get what i mean yeah but in adding to that i want to i don't want to i don't want to come out as you know some sort of anarchist because I, i've painted a picture of you know rebelling against you know the popular opinion and blah 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 but <laughs> I want to point out sorry I just want if you're listening on. please pause I'll coming back please small segue if you're listening just shout anarchy and see how better you feel carry on anyway moving on um I want, just want to point out, you know, it's something that um, Professor Jordan Peterson said uh, in his book, 12 Rules for Life, which is a book I would book. recommend to anybody who is listening. I've not, not finished reading it, but I love it so far. It's a bit um, complicated in the wording. That's why it's like, makes it feels like I'm, it's slow yeah. for me to read. So slow, but uh, I love well, it. Okay, well, okay. I don't want to encourage all of you that don't heard what she has said. What's her name? Low IQ. So that's no, the basis. No, okay, okay, okay. Of let's, be cl- let's be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. Jordan Peterson is a psychologist. I'm not. So like, there's some concepts that are more uh, like uh, psychologically uh, based, and it kind of takes a while to kind of wrap your head around it. But if you do, it's worth it. I'm not saying don't read it, but I'm saying that I'm see. Low IQ is honest. Do you understand? I'm honest and pure. That's why I'm, I'm giving you truth here. Honest and you know, pure. Mr. Hove, on the other hand, he just wants level, you to read it and analyze it. I'm not egoistic, <laughs> but you're lying to the don't lie egoistic. to the people. <laughs> egoistic. Egoistic. <laughs> egoistic. <laughs> but you go. Wow. You go see you go. Sorry. You go see you go. Hey, anyway, uh yeah, like it's a good book. I'm not saying don't read it, but understand that like it might take you a while, but it will be worth it at the end. That's what I want to say. That's for my own personal. If you're like me, Sha, you know, I like things to be straightforward and blah, blah, blah. But he for his book forces you to actually think and not just read for the sake of reading. That's my own take on exactly. that book. But carry on. It's a book oh. that it's a book that engages your mind. And, yes. You know, yes. And I don't like I don't like my mind to be engaged. Think. I hate it. So this time it forces me on my book, then I have to think there. Hmm. I have, God will help you. I have to bloody think. Like, that's stressful. God will help you. Minister of Enjoyment does not think. Anyway, I'm joking. What, what he said, what he said was, do what, do what everyone else is doing. Right? Go, go ahead and do what everyone else is doing. Unless you have a very good reason not to. Mm. And what that does essentially is force you to engage yourself into thinking about 
the motivations behind behaviors mm. of people around yeah. you and then yourself and mm. then judging for yourself which would actually uh, cause you to look at yourself and think of yourself as someone you can actually rely on mm. so you know i'm not saying just by default go against what everyone else is going you know striving towards i'm not saying that but you know it's, it's more of engaging your thought processes to better understand motivations behind certain actions or certain movements mm-hmm. you know yeah to get a better understanding of what you should do funny another thing that triggered me in terms of that book something another thing that another um rule that came up to my mind was the whole uh uh, was it uh, was it was it clear your room or clean your room? Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's that in <coughs> itself also explains the thought of such yourself first and don't point at others. You know, um, I feel I feel that's what yeah, personal exactly. being personally responsible does. It enables you to figure yourself out. You know, choose your own path and also take control of your life. You know, because you know, have, have you seen like okay? beautiful examples all these um reality shows you know you hear them talk like this is how i am i can't help it and you know they'll be throwing bottles and shouting <laughs> and screaming and they'll say yes i'm spicy like that and if you know if you cannot take me like this then eh, you know you know those kind of behavior like it's like what do you mean you're <laughs> you're spicy like that no you're not if you decide that there are then you're going to act different you will act different so i feel like personal responsibility but, helps um, you to have that control you know, yeah, but, but yeah. the thing the thing behind that, the thing behind you know why people say that, like that's how I am, you know, yeah, that's just way it's that's just where I am. You know, the reason why people say that is because well, firstly, I mean no one is already a finished product. True. There is always some ev- evolution in some degree mm-hmm. that will occur throughout your life. Even now, as you're listening, tomorrow it will happen. Mm-hmm. The day after that, two years from now, in some way or form, you will evolve somehow. So no one is ever, you know, a finished product. But I think what happens is, you know, making making decisions that will allow you to depend on yourself means that you actually have to sit down and think about your life, which would equate to cutting down on some actions mm. or cutting off of some, in quotes, friends mm. or hanging around some people that you would want to be friends mm. you know, yeah. or adding certain you know, activities into your life that would be better for your life. And, you know, you give the example of, you know, cleaning up your room. It sounds so inconsequential and insignificant. But you see, the whole, the whole process of, developing oneself really should always start from the baby steps and then mm. you know you take those incremental baby steps little by little so by doing something that you see that seems so nonsensical and so small mm. and ensuring that you do that to the point where it is now a habit that in itself is a habit so for example you say okay i want to brush my teeth in the morning and in the evening, every day, it sounds like such a such a small, you know, small thing. But what is that going to? How is that going to? You know, 
better my life in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But you see, what you're doing by doing that is you are developing a, a small habit that you can actually put your mind to, right? That doesn't take too much effort. Obviously, you're keeping up with your hygiene. Right, but yeah. what you're also doing is training your mind, right? To pick up things and then turn them into habits. So by the time you've got you know, something that is so small and relatively easy down as a habit, your brain automatically starts to look for other things that would better your life and turn those into habits. And before you know it, six months down the line, two years down the line, mm. you are, you know, reading, you are reading more chapters than you ever did before, yeah. right? Yeah. You are keeping up more consistently with your loved ones, right? Mm-hmm. You're developing all these habits that seemed like they were out of, you know, just beyond your reach, you know, struggling here, you know, trying to just keep up with life essentially. Whereas that's not actually how you're supposed to be living your life. So, you know, I would say just start small, regardless of how silly it is, whether it's cleaning your room or laying your bed, whatever it is, taking incremental steps with, you know, the bar so low, yeah. it eventually you know, equates to you striding you know, down the line and, you know, improve your life long-term. This is advice for myself, you know, and as I'm talking, I'm taking notes because, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody is infallible. We all have things serious? to learn. And nobody's perfect. <laughs> Even you, your condescension is always oh, my appreciated. <laughs> wow, my God. Uh, um, okay, so I think rounding up, I would say from what we've all, all said, um one being personal personally how do you use this english english number being personally language. responsible there we go that was on my head but i was like am i sure that's what i'm gonna use yeah so being personally responsible is hard one let's not say it's easy but it's hard it's very easy to throw caution yeah. in the wind and just go with the flow but at the end of the day it's worth it because you'd see your life yeah. formed into what you actually want you're not living, you're not, you, like, you end up finding yourself not blaming your village people or village, blaming your uncles <laughs> in the village that you're not able to um, achieve one thing or the other or they are blocking your blessing, you have enemies. Because once you're responsible for yourself, mm-hmm. you're in charge of the kind of things you allow in and out of your life. And you're, you're in charge on the kind of things you're going to react, react or respond to. You know, and, and it's a good thing to have yeah. because it centers you as a human being that no matter what happens outside of your space, you still have that core, that anchor that keeps you solid and keeps you um and makes you the person that you've you've desired, you've said you want to be, and that's stamped that no one can take that away from you. So yeah, man, do it. Uh to myself too. I've started my yeah. work, my own, you know, personal responsibility. You know, journey <laughs> as well. You yeah, know, just to, to get hold of life and stuff like that. So it's it's a good journey to to start on and start now. It's never too late. No matter what age you are, you feel like okay, a yeah, lot has gone. It's never too late. It's never too late. Just start. Doesn't matter. Like it's like like Hope said, just start by cleaning your room, for example. In, cleaning your room is hard. Actually, for someone like me who has like loads of clothes, like <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and you have to learn how to be learn how to manage space. Gang. 
Well, okay, sugar daddy guy. I'm joking. I don't have my sugar daddy is my father. So <laughs> <laughs> let me clarify, please. <laughs> I'm a daddy's girl, so it's my father that you know once in a while funds my lifestyle. Thank God. He's just doing what my husband will do when he comes. <laughs> Hashtag um. Let me not say that. I refuse to say that. I'll pause there. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do I do this? I'm having a good, making a good point and I'm messing up. Sorry, guys. Uh, what I saying? But yeah, it's, it's just a good way to go. And it's a good journey to go on. Um, it's hard, but don't give up. Start small and build yourself up on that. And read. It's important to read and educate yourself. Because no one knows. No, nobody's, nobody's an island. Not, not everybody knows everything so it's always good to like seek help you know internet you have a lot of information and it's free you know listen to podcasts you know listen to upside down podcast as well <laughs> another podcast that will also yeah, help you, you know <laughs> shameless <laughs> plug you know i like what podcast that no, 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 ju- no just this one just this one no, no, i want <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Just I'm joking. this one, because you know, Hope knows everything, but he says it's not perfect. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, <laughs> Shade. Sorry. Um, anyway, what <laughs> oh, I was trying to say, like, honestly, just you know, read, you know, sort of um, look at information, get a journal, write it, write it down, you know, think about it, meditate on it, have your core. Could be a book, could be a Bible, could be anything that could like. That will encourage you to be a better version of yourself. And that's my own part. Thank you very much for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was <laughs> that was that was long, long, long wound, but we got there eventually. Thank you. Leave Thank me you alone. so much. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Allow me, please. Hopefully, hopefully, we're not past 30 minutes like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um music of the week we are moving to our next segment yes. um i'm going to i'm going to go on ahead kai west drops his album it is titled donda right and i absolutely love it really absolutely love it hmm. yes i've been listening to it on repeats on repeats on repeats i love it oh. i love it so much artist yeah um mine would be um the new album by Thames. so my niger people you know i'm not always a sellout like some people so it's going to america but you will not throw shit that you say <laughs> oh god um well the new album by Thames, and it's called um if the sun were yellow or if we had a yellow sun or something along the line i have to double check that what is it and, and it's your favorite album. Be, yo, it actually is because I've been I was playing it all through the week. You know, I mean, I've been playing it all through the week. But it's something around the lines of if the sun were yellow or the skies were yellow. Yeah, I'll write the correct um album on the on the description. But it's a very good good album. Like every every single sorry, it's not even an album, it's bloody EP. <laughs> it's actually an EP, sorry, an EP by Thames called "If the Sun Was Yellow." If the water was, the skies were yellow. Let's see if the skies were yellow. Let me waste your your time even further. But yeah, it's a very good. Yes. EP. Very very good EP. Um, yeah, loved it. I played it all through the week. It's an amazing, amazing 
body of oh, work. My God, we get it. Yes. Thames Sorry, I have to say queen, is that, like, that. I love Moving on. Ah. I watched movie of the week. Well, moving on. Thank you for your inputs. This is actually movie my segment, but um, okay. <coughs> sorry, I, well, you are performing terribly. So goodbye. You are wow. hereby dismissed. Now, my moving God. on. <laughs> movie of the week. You can catch this on Netflix. It is called Beckett. I, I hope none. Oh my God. Anyway. It is a movie by Denzel Washington's son. He's the main protagonist. It is a very interesting film, I have to say. It is a thriller action kind of, you know, movie. Um, it definitely had me on the edge of my seats from the beginning to the very end, I have to say. I won't give any spoilers, but if you watch it, just, you know, don't hold a drink in your hand. You can, you know, have a jump scare it's not a horror movie but you know it's quite an interesting thriller and spill your drink with by yourself so look out for that it's on netflix you can watch it it's called beckett that's b-e-c-k-e-t are we done <laughs> are you done or are you finished <laughs> They will not keep quiet for you and ask you if you are done. See me. This is what you do. It's so annoying. Stop it. <laughs> That's like, ah, you're so mean to me. Kilo, why shall I go? Because I'm not feeling. I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll actually get back to you. Please don't okay. get back to me. I don't want to feel. I don't. I want to be feeling fine. Please don't In get back fact, to me. In fact, this time where's my, where's my face? This time is where you start coughing. <laughs> you're going to be blocked. Beach. Starting from tonight, you're going to be blocked. For Nonsense, nonsense, and ingredients. Nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Do you have anything else to tell the people? Uh, drink your water, move around, get active, say hi to your mom, and uh, give your daddy a hug, give your brother a hug. All right. Peace All right. Yes. <laughs> Same. I don't have much to say since someone is telling me I've talked too much. I'll be quiet from now on. Um, bye, everybody. Have a good week. And then, yeah. Bye. Stay fresh. Bye.